trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Randy and Rob, and sometimes a guest. Welcome to Talking Trash, our podcast where we rate and review trash plates in the Rochester area. I'm Rob. I'm Randy. And we're here to talk some trash. So to start off with, Randy, could you explain to us what a trash plate is for all of our new listeners? Absolutely. So a trash plate typically consists of one meat, usually hamburger, cheeseburger, could be hot dog, and two sides. One of those sides could be mac salad, one side could be home fries, you could also do french fries, some people do baked beans. A typical trash plate though is usually cheeseburger, home fry, mac salad. And then on top you put any condiments you want and there's usually a hot meat sauce that goes on top. Sounds good, thanks. And our guest this week is Pat. How's it going, guys? Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. We're glad to have you. So to start off with, for you, Pat, could you please share your plate story? Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, so I feel like I was a little late to the trash plate game. I didn't have my first plate till like late in high school, probably like a senior or something. Um, My brother brought me to my first trash plate place. Uh, Him and his buddies, like they, they were hanging out. I think they were home from college. And uh, I went, obviously loved it. It was crazy the first time you see it because it's just this pile of food that looks, does look very much like garbage, just on a plate. It's amazing, but it tastes so good. Uh, and I've been a, a lover of the of the food ever since. Awesome. Where was that first stop? Uh, that, yeah, that was at uh, Empire Hots in Webster, New York, my right. hometown. Awesome. I have not been there yet. So what? I'm excited to try that, hopefully, oh, at some man. point in this it, podcast. It is my favorite. I'm hoping maybe not to not to do an early plug, but hoping I can come back maybe for the Empire Hots one. We'll see how you do. Yeah, we'll see how this one goes. Uh, I'm not going to reveal how I feel about that place because I have integrity and I don't want to ruin future podcasts. But uh, I have also been there before. Okay, so next up, we're going to introduce. Um, we went to Henrietta Hots in sunny Henrietta, New York, and. Um, so let's dig in and describe the setting and kind of how, you know, the venue itself. So, Pat, what do you think when you walked in there? Yeah, um, I was really pleased with just uh, the size of the place. Like, there was just so much seating. It was nice and open. Um, you know, not, Football arena. Yeah, like not typical of your normal uh, of your normal place place. I feel like a lot of the places around here are, are pretty small. They just they find the smallest square footage they could possibly fit a restaurant into and use that to make their trash plate. So it was a, a refreshing to see a place with a little space. I brought brought my little ones. They were able to just like run around a little bit. It was it was nice. Were there a lot of people in there? There were zero other people in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, full disclosure: There's like a terrible snowstorm out, so I'm wondering if that contributed to the uh, the lack of patronage, or if it was just because that place is that terrible. I don't know. No, they were. You know, those they had several people um, cooking in the kitchen. They were answering a lot of phone calls. I think business was good, but I think what what you're saying, Pat, is correct in that the just the weather kept kept people away. A previous guest on the show also made a surprise visit, Andy. And his little one stopped by, and they, they had some grub. Although, truth be told, he didn't have a garbage plate, which it, yeah, that was disappointing. Just very just, disappointing. Just a huge letdown to have a previous guest not commit to another <laughs> trash plate. I don't know, but uh, you know, nonetheless, I would agree with Pat that it's it was a big space, a lot of seating. 
Um, they had those lifetime chairs. I own a few lifetime chairs myself, full disclosure, and they're excellent chairs, comfortable and solid. Okay, so we're not I sponsored by know, lifetime chairs. No, but I don't know what <laughs> is there. Is that like a special thing? I don't know what a lifetime chair is. Well, the table at our Bill's tailgate party yesterday was a lifetime table, and it's just a brand of basically plastic okay, tables so and chairs. I bought mine at Sam's Club, but I think they might sell them at Costco as well. Got it. So just a fancy name for a plastic chair, but like a really good plastic chair. Okay, perfect. Like really good. So, anyways, this conversations taking a lifetime. Let's, let's keep going. Okay. So um, to describe the setting a little bit further, we, I walked in. They were playing some upbeat country music. There is a lot of seating. They have Tekken 3 in the corner. Um, I, I think that um, it has nice tile on the floor, good grout work. Um, one thing that Pat's wife brought up was that the women's room was exceptionally hot. Sauna hot, I believe. It was sauna <laughs> hot. I refer to it as, so yeah. I put my hand in there. It nearly melted off. How is the men's room? Cold as heck. Okay. No, it was actually normal temperature. Oh. Freezing. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, they, they actually used the men's room as the freezer. Um, to store the meat. To yeah. store all the meat, right. and it's it's pretty good. Accurate. Um, the urinal in the men's room had a weird mollusk-looking thing in the, the little urinal hole. Strange. Um, didn't look like it was any natural product. I mean, it looked like an actual sea creature in the urinal, so I don't know what that was about, but... Otherwise, pretty clean, nice. They're a Pepsi product place, so they had Pepsi things hanging all over the walls, like, you know, fake giant bottle caps and kind of old-fashioned-looking things, and uh, almost like the, the hood of a car on the side of one of the walls, like a mini one. So um, they had a pickle bucket, which was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it was That nice... was my next question. Was there a pickle bucket? <laughs> a giant yeah. pickle bucket. Yeah, it was kind of nice, just a nice change of pace. How do you guys feel right? about pickle buckets? Big fan. Big fan? Uh, you know, I'm not a huge pickle fan in general. Plus, these were dill pickles. I'm a, I'm a little of a sweet hound, so oh. so uh, I, I prefer like the uh, what is it like the the butter chip pickles or the, the sweet and butter pickles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't have those, so you know, I could I could have left it. I liked having a little something salty to kind of wet my whistle before the place came in, so I, I enjoyed it. Um, I know some people are disgusted by a giant bucket of pickles that everybody's scooping their own pickles out of into these little paper cups so i was just curious yeah, how you guys they thought. did have tongs so you weren't no, like using your hands I, I didn't see those tongs i just bobbed oh. for each pickle okay with my teeth and i went after rob so that was really cool <laughs> um but you know yeah they have some tongs to scoop it out it is it's yeah is it the most hygienic probably not but it's also probably not going to kill you like I don't know, just having some extra extra stuff to grab. Yeah. Never never a bad thing. Something to chew on while you're waiting for your food. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I say use uh, nature's tongs, you know, and, and save the dishes. You got five of them. Mm-hmm. Just, just yeah, stick your... Well, I was going to say like my teeth, but okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, nature's good. other tongs. Anyways, moving on from the pickle bucket. Um, the only thing that was really noteworthy about the, the restaurant was that I thought it was kind of cool that they had some, you know, really nice offerings. They had the JV, the Varsity, and the Godfather. So the JV is one meat, correct, with two sides? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One um, then there's the standard plate with two meats, uh, and then the two sides. The varsity has three meats, and the Godfather has four. And I think he, I think the guy said too that for the Godfather, it kind of has to be like burger, two burgers, two dogs. Like they have a lot of different options at this place, which is I think one of the huge strengths. Like there's a lot of different types of things you can get for your uh, for kind of like your main entree on the on the plate. Um, but for yeah, for the Godfather, he kind of was like, you got to stick with the the two hot dogs and two cheeseburgers or hamburgers. 
which I think most people get anyway, so I, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a huge sticking point, especially if you're getting that much food, but... The nice thing is, like, the Godfather, that makes, like, the perfect date plate. Because you can get yeah. in there, get a few things, you've got some variants, and mm-hmm. maybe you don't want a ton of the sides. I feel like the sides are the, the thing I never finish. I always finish the meat. So if you go in there with two people, you know, that's I think that's a really good... Great first date plate. Great, great first date, yeah. If you're yes. ever meeting somebody mm-hmm. for the first time, eating a garbage plate is a great way to perfect. get to know someone. Know someone. I, I have another question. So, because I didn't go to the actual restaurant... So it goes JV, Varsity, Godfather. Correct. The the standard plate the was standard's not one of those. Not one of them. Okay. Correct. It's JV standard. Okay. Varsity three, Godfather four. Yeah. Also noting, just like I know you guys, uh, last week we were kind of talking about the the thing around the area of each place has kind of their own name, right, for their plates. Uh, to note too, for for Henrietta Hots, uh, they didn't really have one that was like a special name, and they just referred to them all as plates. Um, so just I don't know, just something to note, and it's not like good or bad, just. Kind of interesting that right some places have crazy names, and this mm-hmm. place just went with like the minimalist approach of oh, it's just a plate, just the plate. Got it. Yeah, good to know. All right, so the next thing we're going to talk about is the ketchup. Yeah. So uh, before we actually get into rating this place, we're going to do a little just update on our lives. We call it the ketchup. So, Pat, what's new, man? Yeah, uh, not much. Um, I was just like I was super excited to hear you guys going to uh, Henrietta Hots. It's a place that, uh, you know, I, not that I have like a huge attachment to it, but I, it, was some, it was the place I first discovered the glory of a, of a grilled cheese plate. And so I was really excited because uh, it just holds a little bit of a sentimental value to me. Um, and so I was super excited to be able to be a part of this and, and go go out to Henrietta Hots. It's been a while since I've been there. I've never had a grilled cheese plate. Do you, it's just grilled cheese with whatever sides you want again? Should we get into that a little later? Yeah, we'll hold off on that. I, I got some some uh, some takes for you on, on the grilled cheese okay, plate. Okay, good so to I'll, know. Uh, I'll fill you in, but yeah, it, uh, you know, it's it's just good, man. It's good that and uh, was excited to be a part and, and check out Henry and Hots again. Awesome, Randy. What's new with you? Um, nothing, Rob. <laughs> We're coming back to you, man. The the catch up. We got to catch up. I, I haven't talked to you in a while. I don't know right. what's going on in your life, so you got to think of something. Um. In my life, I, I took apart a snowblower this weekend with no real plan. I didn't take any pictures. I just started ripping off bolts and, and getting it getting it going because I I got a, I inherited a snowblower from a coworker and he gave me some parts and said I might have to do some work on it. I did replace the parts that he gave me, filled it up with gas, and and one second later, gasoline is just pouring all over my my hands and my sweatshirt. And there was like a loose hose. Long story short, I went to many different hardware stores in the Rochester area, and they were all, they, they didn't have any of the parts I needed, so I had to buy some stuff online. But uh, shout out to the weird hardware store on Monroe Ave that has a strange entrance in the back. You can't get to it from Monroe. You've got to walk around it. There's a, a weird staircase upstairs. There's a whole separate downstairs part. It, it, from the outside, it doesn't look like it's been open for 40 years. Um, they didn't have what I wanted, but if you're working on small engine repair, that's your stop. So that's... It, it doesn't really sound like it was a good hardware store if they didn't have what you wanted and it's this weird place with a back alley entrance. Like, are you sure someone just didn't steal your money and then say, like, they didn't have... Well, I didn't buy need? anything there. Okay. But I did, as I as I went in, I, I parked on the street behind a, a guy in a truck and I, I looked at him right on Monroe and I go... Like, gave him, like, the, can I park here, like, mime? And he goes, I don't know. He just shakes his head. 
And then he just like jumps in the truck, pulls around the corner. I follow him. He gets in there before I do. He comes storming out as I'm approaching the building. And he said, it's the weirdest hardware store I've ever been to. Um, and he also didn't buy anything. So I don't know if anybody ever buys anything at this place. But Again, reinforcing my point that this sounds like it's a terrible hardware store. <laughs> I'd say it's one of the best hardware stores in Rochester. So I would highly recommend it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so I, I definitely used to have chainsaws in the front window, I remember. Yes. Every time I drove by. Yes, a lot of chainsaws. Mm-hmm. I wasn't working on a chainsaw, unfortunately. Uh, so, Randy, back to you. Weekly catch-up. What's um, new? So, I did think of something. I saw Toy Story 4 today. Did you? Yes. Got to ask, what did you think of Forky? Forky was the best new character I've seen in anything recently. He's great. The actual movie itself, I don't know how it holds up to the other Toy Stories. I would say... It's probably one of my least favorite Toy Stories. Yeah, you know what? I gotta like kind of agree with you, man. I saw it, so I saw it in the theater. I mentioned earlier I have uh, two little ones, so we brought them. And yeah, I didn't like it. Was good mm-hmm. again when you're talking about the Toy Story movies. Like the worst Toy Story movie is still probably yes. better than most. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like it wasn't the best that I, that I've seen. I, I like the other three, all three of them. I think better. Maybe not two. I don't know. Two. I feel like is might be. It's a toss-up between two and four for me as the least favorite. Yeah, two actually, I have a, can I catch up from like 15 years ago? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Two, um, about 15, 20 years ago, I remember I was seeing this girl and I knew the moment I didn't really want to hang out with her anymore was when instead of hanging out with her, I decided to watch Toy Story 2. I would have rather done that. And so I always remember Toy Story 2 being a pretty good movie. Um <laughs> I don't know. Did you skip I, three? Uh, nope. I did see three, but I don't remember who or when I saw three. Three um, was great. Three, three was awesome. Three is a great. I may have cried a little during it. Oh, yeah. I'll be honest. I mean. This, this one, only when all the toys burned at the very end was it really sad. But besides that, it was a yeah, it was an okay movie. I thought four was good. My, my biggest criticism was there just weren't enough minions. I'm watching Not enough it. minions. I, I, I don't even know if I saw one. To be honest with you, um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think there were any minions in Toy Story Four. I don't know if there if there's ever been any minions in any Toy Story mm-hmm. movie. It sounds like you are confusing them with a different movie. I don't. I don't think so. It's a it's a cartoon. Minions are in cartoons. Yes, they're not in every cartoon. Mm-hmm. Arguable. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and that's the ketchup. <laughs> that is the ketchup. So let's let's get down to business and uh, state and rate our plates. Um, we'll start with with Randy, the plate master. Tell us about your plate. So my plate was a hamburger plate with mac salad and home fries. I think for these podcasts, I'm going to try and go classic every single time. Um, I will start with the hamburgers. The hamburgers were burnt, way overdone, chewy. Um, I would say the size was a good size, so not too big. Um, more on the thin side, but... Overall, the hamburgers were not cooked appropriately. Mac salad, delicious, perfect amount of mayonnaise. I thought it was a mayo-based with a little bit of celery, a little bit of carrots. The noodles were great. And the home fries, I thought, were pretty good. Um, Again, I got my plate to go, so I think it took about 45 minutes by the time you guys left for me to eat it. But overall, I thought the home fries were solid, no seasoning on them. Um, 
The meat sauce was, I think, cinnamon-based. There's definitely some cinnamon in there, um, but it was pretty good. I thought the consistency was really good. It was actually mostly just chopped up ground beef. Um, so overall, I give this plate... Well, let's before we give it a rating, should we explain our easy-to-follow rating system? Please do, because I forgot what it was, and I was about to use styrofoam cups. <laughs> so, so our rating system um, is basically a, a four-rating scale. Um, if you love your plate and it's excellent and amazing, the, the best rating you could give it is a clean plate. It's so good that you clean that plate up. Um, if it's good, you give it a save it for later, which means it's it's good enough. You might not have finished the whole thing, but you will put it in the fridge and, and eat it for breakfast with coffee in the morning. Um, if it's a bad plate, we call it a pooch plate, which means you're willing to feed it to your dog, but you're not going to eat it tomorrow. And terrible, we call it literal trash which means you want to take it right to the dump so randy which of those four very easy to understand ratings would you give it would you give it a clean plate a save it for later a pooch plate or a literal trash i guess i gotta ask a question before i do this so a save it for later is one that i would put in the fridge and eat for breakfast the next morning you could also eat it for another meal other than and a pooch plate is one that i wouldn't necessarily eat as leftovers but i think it's bad enough to give my dog it's good enough. I mean, you like. What about dog. a plate somewhere in between there? Because I I need one. We have a that... four point rating scale, at the moment. I'm gonna go between pooch plate and save it for later. I guess. I mean, I would definitely not eat this plate for breakfast. But I can't think of any plates. Maybe you will give breakfast. it a meh. Like that was M-E-H. better. Honestly, if you think of it in quarters, I would give this three quarters cleaned plate. Um, I think that actually makes perfect sense for this one. That three quarters clean means save it for later. Yeah, but I wouldn't eat it for breakfast. No, you don't have to eat it for breakfast. You could also eat it for lunch. I don't even think I'd save this for later. Would you eat it again? So for then you'd dinner? give it a pooch plate. You'd give it to your dog. I don't. I just don't re-eat plates. I don't but know you about, wouldn't even give this to an animal. I would give it to a dog, but I'd probably eat it before I did that. For okay, for example, have you ever <laughs> eaten a plate leftovers? Would well, you eat it yes. with your dog? Yes. Yes. And many you, times. Oh, I've never done that. Rob, you've eaten plate leftovers? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to go in between. I'm going off the rating scale. I'm sorry. I'm going to go three quarters of a plate clean. I think that this plate, if the burgers were ki- cooked better, if they were actually cooked to a edible amount, then I would give it probably a full plate. Like I thought it was a delicious plate. Oh, one thing. No butter with the bread. That's true. Okay, so that so brings it down a little bit. I, I would like to jump in. I'll do it next. We usually let our guests rate last, so they get to, to understand and, and see how the experts rate based on how you saw. Yeah, I appreciate being able to take all this in and try to figure out like how I'm going to work this. So, yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, no problem. We, you know, we're, we're the pros. <laughs> you so, might want to come up with the rating system tell. right now. We'll give you about <laughs> two minutes. So. Um, I'm going to, to state my plate, I got a grilled cheese and cheeseburger plate with macaroni salad and home fries. I did not know that. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear about it. It was. So um, to be honest with you, I'm going to kind of start with the sides. I thought the mac salad was a really classic, basic mac salad. No pepper. I'm kind of a pepper hound. So I was a little disappointed in that, but it had really nice salt. And as Randy said, it was cooked properly it was al dente it had good toothiness um there were little bits of carrot but i'd say it was a total classic mac salad 
the potatoes, at least you know, in in house, were were perfectly cooked, small, golden brown, perfect. The meat sauce, Randy was totally spot on with that. That it was, it was mostly meat. It wasn't drippy at all. It was like really substantial, but um, they had really good coverage. And jumping into the actual um, grilled cheese and the meat, our burger, my burger, was perfectly cooked. And it was a it was a nice thickness. It wasn't too thin like some places that we've rated on here. I won't mention their names, um, but I thought it was a good thickness. The cheese was perfect. The grilled cheese. It wasn't a grilled cheese you'd order at a restaurant, but as part of the plate, it was awesome. And their grilled cheese is like the reverse bun method, where you take like a hot dog bun or a hamburger bun rather. You you put the t- the outsides on the inside and you kind of grill it up that way, but. As part of a garbage plate, I thought it was awesome. And to the to Randy's point about not having any butter, honestly, I'd almost prefer no butter because most of these places give you margarine or some sort of garbage butter substitute, and I would rather have nothing than that nastiness. So it wasn't because I just got it to go. They didn't give you butter. No, at all. we didn't get any butter. Yeah. Oh, get butter. interesting. Okay. Um, and also, I did have onions on my plate as well. Um, I also have a formal apology to make. Um, to our guest today. Pat called in last week and he said that his plate had ketchup, which was unusual. And we made fun of him for saying that ketchup was an unusual thing on a plate. And this place, when you get the works, they don't give you ketchup. So he was, he was spot on with that, with that declaration. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) the, uh, in my experience with plates, most places when you order it with everything or, or however you get it, they, they leave the ketchup to you because some people Love to load it with ketchup. I'm one of those people. I, I like to put a lot of ketchup on there. Uh, other people don't put like any ketchup, and some people, you know, there's different. Uh, I feel like ketchup is the one thing where it's variable uh, way more than some of the other stuff of how much you put on. And just to note, um, the Rochester Red Wings, because they are the Rochester plate sometimes, their logo does not have ketchup on it, it has mustard on it. It's, uh, I guess, that's the truth. And, uh, anyways, I, I, Give you my sincerest apology, Pat. Rob, I, I appreciate it, and uh, I, I accept your apology. Thank Be- you so much. Before we move on to Pat, I have a question. Did Rob finish his plate this time? <sighs> we Whoa. don't have he to did get into that. He did not finish it again? Yeah, wow. Did. I honestly don't remember. Um, there's oh no photographic evidence otherwise. So, so here's the thing with that, too. I At first, I was in Rob's boat because I was struggling to finish my plate, Um but I, I was able to dig deep and uh, and do it, Rob. Uh, okay. You know, he kind of just just over two. Pat said to me, he goes, "I'm not finishing my plate," and I go, "Yeah, me neither." Maybe I said that, and then he might have responded that he also was not going to. So I throw my mine away, and then he goes, "Hey, check this out, clean plate," and I'm like, "What?" Oh, Rob no. just starts his intermittent fasting in the middle of his plate. So it, it was you know, intermittent. It was perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Which, I mean, right. again, it's not a terrible place to start. It, I guess you can save some Sounds of the calories from, right. from maybe one of the worst things uh, caloric-wise that you could eat. I it's think we're going to have a new segment called Did Rob Finish His Plate? So oh. It'll be a quick one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Full disclosure, I had a smoothie beforehand. Oh, but it was two God. hours beforehand. Anyways, um, back to the rating my plate. I would have to say I would give this the cleanest plate ever. Wow. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was okay. a great. It was a great plate. Last week after I ate that plate and didn't love it, I thought it was okay. And Randy, you loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe I'm just not a garbage plate kind of guy. 
today changed my mind. I'm excited for you. That's awesome. It's, uh, that's it what excellent. we're looking for in this podcast. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That is so one great. of the best I've ever had. Awesome. So, Pat. Yeah. Follow uh, that, Pat. <laughs> State so, and rate that plate. All right. So I got a uh, a cheeseburger plate uh, or cheeseburger and a grilled cheese plate as well. Uh, as I mentioned before that this was the first place I had I discovered kind of the glory of grilled cheese plates. Um, it's it's just so good. It's such a nice mix, I think, of um, of having like the you know the cheeseburger, but then you get this little difference in texture and, and taste and everything of the grilled cheese. It's ah, it's awesome. Um, one thing you got to be careful though, because I've seen this when I've ordered grilled cheese plates at other places. And this is why one of the reasons why I love Henrietta Hots. So some places, like, if you order a grilled cheese plate, they'll make your grilled cheese, they'll load up the plate, hot sauce, but then they'll just plop the grilled cheese on top, and that is just, ugh, not they the way. They put it on top of the hot sauce. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. and it's not the way to do it. you got to have it where, where like, any of the other uh, kind of main courses you would get, right, where you, you load up the plate, you put the grilled cheese on, then you load it with the hot sauce, so that grilled cheese can really just, like, soak in a lot of that uh, meat sauce flavor. It's so good. Um but yeah, so so I got that. Um, I thought the mac salad was really good as well. Um, one definitely one of the stronger uh, stronger aspects of the plate. Um, it was well mixed. It was it was good mayonnaise, but not like overly so at all. Yeah. And in some places, almost like it was almost like dry. It was weird, um, but like in a good way, not bad, but just you know not too watery or anything like that. Um, I thought the meat sauce was again way on the meaty side, very good, but not nearly enough. Um, and I'm just wondering again, listening to your guys' uh, episode last week, like, is this going to be like a recurring problem for a lot of these places where they're just, just not giving you enough? I don't know, but I could have used a lot more of that. Um, so then for my kind of uh, the main or the uh, hash browns, hash browns, what home fries? Home fries. Home fries. Thanks. Um, they they were good. Like they were solid. I, you know, I don't think there's too much to say there. They were well done. Um, I could have used them a little crispier. Like they. You know, maybe just in the fryer for like another 30 seconds just to really crisp them up. But again, I'm not going to complain about that. It was um, it was solid. Uh, the main courses, though, the, the, the cheeseburger and the grilled cheese, ah, oh, such a disappointment. I don't know how <laughs> it happened. Whoa. Hold on, time out. Pat was nodding his head yes, like we, Rob and I thought he was going to say it was amazing. And <laughs> little, he pulled the big twist very on nice signals here. Little curveball. Uh, I don't know how it happened. Both my my cheeseburger and my grilled cheese were cold. I like we we ordered it fresh. I don't understand the physics. Should have put it happened. in the woman's bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I guess Keep so. That mine was actually made in the women's bathroom. Oh, okay, <laughs> maybe yeah, that yours was, it. was made in the men's room. Yeah, that, that was probably it. Was they made mine in the men's room? Uh, they yeah, they were both cold. It was so weird. I don't understand, and especially like that. The grilled cheese, even just eating it, I could just I could see the potential in it if this thing was like. And again, it was fresh. Like I don't understand how it was cold, but. <laughs> It was just cold, and if it was, if it had been just like you know, just warmer, hot, it would have been so good. So that was that was a huge disappointment. Um, and again, that just that kind of like ruined the whole thing for me. The burger I thought was again was cooked. Like I guess it wasn't cooked well because it was cold, but it was like it, it was a nice burger. It was a nice you know a nice piece of meat. Um, you know, nothing special. I, there wasn't like any outrageous flavor, but yeah, I was. I had so much, so much. Uh, like hype for this place and it just was such a letdown so for my rating man i again it's like you're you're messing up like the highlight of the plate i gotta give it it was still very good i'm going pooch plate i gotta go yeah it was uh how um couple questions pat yeah (laughs) everything underneath the grilled cheese and the cheeseburger was warm 
Yes. So like my yes my my uh, home fries were very like were very warm. I even like I like once I first took my bite, I was like almost did, like a double take to myself and took a bite of home fries to make sure like right the whole thing wasn't cold and that was just a product of what happened. But yeah, no, the home fries were hot. The the two main things were cold and I don't understand it because I ordered it like I ordered it fresh. I watched the guy make it, got it right away. It was so weird. This is so yeah, so disappointing. It's an anomaly. Weird. I've never heard of this before. I don't know. Uh, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and this has happened to you, please uh, you know email in or uh, you know send something to our Twitter or Instagram because I've never gotten a plate that was half warm and half cold before. Like that's just I don't know how that how that even happens. Yeah, I, I cannot figure it out, and and like I, I just can't keep saying it. I, oh, so bummed. Well, I'm so glad we don't really. One thing I like about how we do the system is that we don't talk about the plates at all while we're eating it because <laughs> yeah, well, our, our opinions are completely unadulterated because I had no idea yours was cold. I mean, I was just loving life, chomping down on that and, on that berg. Yeah, and that's it. Like, this plate would have been so good if both of those things were, like, at least, like, warm. Like, they weren't even warm. They were oh. cold. And I don't understand it. <laughs> that's too bad. My only complaint, was, and it was very minor, was that the grilled cheese... Not all the cheese was melted. There were some parts on the edge that weren't mel- yeah. fully melted. But in the the inside part was pretty much melted. And once you're getting a bite with everything else, it, it just doesn't even matter. It was. I, I will say too, again, regardless of, of some of that other stuff I said, uh, the piece of bread that they gave them was awesome. Like the just the the like quality of that bread, I thought was really really good. I did not agree. Oh. I I agreed. I have it right here in front of me. It I is it was delicious just white, bread. It just tasted to me like just oh, white it's bread, soft yeah. with like a nice outside layer. Like it's not crusty or hard. Yeah, exactly. Right plain yeah. white bread. No, I mean I yeah, I thought Slightly it was a great thicker. piece of bread and a lot of bread. Yeah, good amount. And mm. you could uh, again, it's the perfect for like sopping up the you know after you finish mm. your plate. Perfect for sopping up all of the uh, all of the extra stuff that's that's kind of like no one did okay that was a low blow right wrapped in like his bread I guess <laughs> I did try to sop some stuff from the there was like one spot that was like the size of a nickel that I could see at the bottom of the of the styrofoam container and I did try to sop on that little nickel sized empty space but not much was absorbed. it just a home fry though instead of <laughs> no, it was, it was actual styrofoam. Okay, let's move on. All right, so the last segment we hear is the we have here is the leftovers, where our guest Pat will plug whatever he wants to plug. So Pat, yeah, uh, I, I was trying to think about this for a little bit. I think I'm going to throw a plug out to uh, the release of the of the mystery tapes of Rob and Randy's old radio show. <laughs> oh, no. I've been talking to some people. The the you know the crowd wants it, guys. We we got to get it on the on on a future episode soon. Everybody wants to hear some some bits and pieces from it. It's 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 got to be great. So I'm I'm plugging that. The, you know, guys, release it. Release it to the to the people. They everybody wants it. We got to get some old radio apps. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just picture how good this podcast is, and then picture that as ten times worse. That is is not very good. When we we will, I think, at some point, do that, and we'll do a whole episode centered around the radio show because we have some stories from back in the day when we were in college and did that. We do have some stories, um, and so I think the last thing is to tease our next stop, which is Rob. We're going to go to Brighton Hots in sunny Brighton, New York. Which I think hasn't been open that long. I think it maybe within a year it's been open. So it'll be interesting to go to a place that has new plates. 
Um, Pat, I'd like to thank you for coming. Uh, I didn't have a chance to say, but a lot of things you said I wholeheartedly agree with, with the meat sauce and um, some of the consistency things you're talking about. I think Pat, I got to admit, is probably one of the biggest plate fans I know out there. So I would say he's a plate expert or, as Rob would say, a... He's a plate hound. Plate hound. I mean, I don't, I don't want to brag, but I, I enjoy myself a plate. I, I, you know, plate <laughs> hound in there. Oh, plate hound. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, that's it for uh, the episode on Henrietta Hots. We'll see you next week.